the American people is counting on us. And the president is doing his job. He's doing his job domestically and as commander-in-chief. Ah, yes. And as commander-in-chief, is that as commander-in-chief? That was was cringe. Cringe at the White House yesterday. And the the president's doing his job. uh, Stirring up the jihad here at home, I guess. Is that, is that, I think, um, I think maybe it's time Joe Biden give a speech to the Democrat Party faithful about not becoming fascists so quickly, at least. Not becoming followers of Hitler. You know, the New York Times, they uh, they hired back that Hitler-loving. He's a journalist. He's a journalist. He makes videos for the New York Times, and, and he makes little documentaries for the New York Times, and he loves Adolf Hitler. Kind of like Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib. She gets, what does she get, uh, Jeff, a warm feeling inside when she thinks about the Holocaust? Is that, uh, is that what she said? The Democratic Party isn't. And the Democratic Party isn't what it used to be. That, uh, that is as generous as that gets. I, uh, I was talking to my friend Larry, Larry O'Connor, just a couple of minutes ago, and I said, you know, I was uh, hanging out with my best girl this morning, and we were doing all kinds of stuff. We had had a little bit of an episode last night. We we live in a building, you know, in uh, in the city of Washington, and and um, we uh, we got a call from our building manager who said there was a pipe burst, a pipe uh, burst, you know, a pipe had burst uh, a couple floors up from us in our building, and they had to shut off the water to our section of the building, to our tier, and uh, so the water had been shut off to uh, to our apartment. And uh, we we're there for a little while, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, forgot the water, went over to use uh, some water, turn the water on, it doesn't work. And I'm like, wow, I feel like a Palestinian. You know, I feel like uh, this must be like what it's like in the Gaza, except for the 85-inch 4K TV and the cable and the DVR and stuff. But other than that, it was kind of like uh, living in the Gaza. I felt like a, a jihadi. Uh, just for a moment there, I wanted to vote Democrat. Just for a moment. It passed very, very quickly. Because, uh, you know, because the Democrat Party is the party of jihad. They are, and as, uh, they've always been the party of terrorism since they, you know, launched the Civil War. And then after the Civil War started the White Knights of the KKK, then they gave us Jim Crow and the SDS and the Weather Underground and the Symbionese Liberation Army. You know, they're the party of terrorists and terrorism. They always have been cop killers and robbers and funding the revolution. And, and of course, getting tenure at major American universities for the effort and that was a clue early on, William Ayers and Bernadine Dorn and the other communist revolutionary violent killers, cop killers, who uh, then uh, immediately get jobs on um, the campuses of major American universities. That started years and years ago. And Barack Obama, he comes from the, you know, that, uh, that segment of our society. He was palling around with William Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, radical uh, left-wing terrorists. And that's what they are, unrepentant radical left-wing terrorists, and and maybe that is uh, kind of the beginning, beginning of the Democrat Party's relationship, their love affair with Hamas and Hezbollah and the Islamic Jihad and, uh, the you know, the, rather the rise of radical Islam in, in the world. The Democrat Party is in cahoots with them. Oh, Chris, you're exaggerating. You're embellishing. You're saying things. And any lefty says, well, that's not true, uh, but it is, you maroon. Uh, you just don't pay attention. You get your news from MSDNC. Therefore, your head is wedged deep 
and securely into your dark and remote location. You have no idea what's going on in the country or the world because you choose your, you know, your news sources and, and then you get uh, what, uh, what you deserve. But the, uh, the Democrat Party is very much in cahoots with the jihad. And college campuses, William Ayers, Bernadine Dorn, you know, we used to, I was talking to Larry O'Connor again, and we used to uh, worry you send your, your child, your boy or your girl off to college and you raise a, you know, proud American, patriotic uh, young person, send them off to college and you, you got to worry that they're going to come home as lefties. They're going to come home. Big lefties went, went off to college as a perfectly normal young person, clear thinking, and then they, they come home as lefties, and you say, wow, where did I go wrong? And, of course, you didn't go wrong. The universities brainwashed and indoctrinated the, the young people that you sent to them, and you, you pay uh, you know, a million dollars a year to get your kid an education, and instead what they get is you know, Chairman Mao-style re-education camp, and they come home goose-stepping little fascists because the William Ayers and Bernadine Dorn sect of academia sunk their teeth into them and sucked the lifeblood out of them. And uh, that was a real concern, continues to be, uh, but that's been a concern for a long, long time. And then there was, uh, you know, the, the Democrats rose and their sexual dementia became front and center. And you'd send your 18-year-old off to college and your, you know, your young woman goes off to college and uh, when she comes home, she says, I'm a man now. Well, you're not a man. You have all the girl parts. You're obviously a young woman. And no, I'm a man. Now I'm a man. I'm a male person because I'm non-binary and, you know, what, like a, a non-nuclear weapon or something and, and uh, non-binary. So you come home and you send your perfectly normal young person off to college, young man, young woman, comes home a leftist with gender dysphoria who, uh, you know, is dabbling in uh, um, uh, surgery to alter their, which you can't do, by the way, their gender, every you know, fiber of your being, every cell in your body uh, makes clear based on chromosomes, which the patriarch uh, uncovered in the last century. And uh, you're welcome. And uh, we know that uh, this person is a man and this person is a woman, this person is a boy, this person is a girl, but the Democrats have deconstructed that. So they teach your uh, young people to be communist, to be anti-capitalist, to be pro-socialist. The goal of socialism is communism, by the way. And uh, then they uh, teach them the transgenderism. And now, uh, now you send your, your young person off to college and the lefties sink their teeth into them. And, um, and now they become jihadis. Now your young people, be, they join the jihad. They're pro-genocide. They become anti-Semitic. Basically, you know, you're not supposed to go around calling people Nazis unless they share so many characteristics with the Nazi party of Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party. And as uh, one example, last night here in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, we have a university named for our first president of the United States, the George Washington University. And at the George Washington Unit, which is the most expensive university in the United States of America. What does it cost, Jeff? Jeff Wolf is in today for Michael Piercy. Michael Piercy is working from home today because, you know, family issues. They've got to deal with some things. Uh, but the uh, George Washington University, they have students there. And the students, they, they put on a, a jihad show last night because they love 
uh, genocidal anti-Semitism. And that's what uh, Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party loved as well. Now, Zach Kessel has uh, an account on X, and his X post last night has a number of photos from the George Washington University and more or less downtown, uh, you know, between Georgetown and downtown Washington, D.C. It is Georgetown University Hospital is where, for example, Ronald Reagan was taken when John Hinckley shot him and nearly killed him and shot James uh, 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 Brady and shot uh, uh, Secret Service agent Tim McCarthy and a D.C. police officer, Thomas Delahanty. And uh, now John Hinckley uh, pretends that he plays the guitar and whenever he puts tickets on sale for his shows, the Democrats buy them up in a minute because they love murder, because the Democrat Party loves presidential assassinations. You know, they shot and killed Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, John Wilkes Booth. He was a Democrat and an actor, need I say more. And if they had transgenderism back there, he might have been, uh, but uh, but they didn't because they were, you know. But uh, And then, uh, you know, every president that... Uh, is shot, shot by a lefty or a communist, got a communist as a lefty, uh, or the CIA. But that's another discussion for another day. So uh, the uh, uh, John Hinckley, and he sells T-shirts. John Hinckley sells T-shirts, and Democrats buy them up because they love murder. They really, uh, they're, because the Democratic Party isn't, and the Democratic Party has gone insane. And honestly, if you're a Democrat, uh, what is wrong with you? What is the matter with you? What happened to your party? This is not the party of Bill Clinton. I just, you know, it's barely even the party of Hillary Clinton. Uh, and it's certainly not the party of John F. Kennedy, who today would be to the right of Mitt Romney, which isn't hard, but but nevertheless. So last night at the, uh, the Democrat uh, 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 George Washington University in Washington, D.C., students at GW are currently projecting these images, these messages on the side of Gelman Library. They have the Gelman Library, which is probably named for a Jewish guy, uh, Gelman. The student who sent me these images says the university has not asked those projecting the messages to stop using its building to glorify terrorists. Now, here it is on the side of the Gelman Library. They have uh, an electronic, like a big slideshow projector, but it's a sophisticated one. And it's projecting giant words on the side of the the Gelman Library at the George Washington University. Glory to our martyrs. Glory to our martyrs. And free Palestine from the river to the sea. Now, that is the message of Hamas. And, well, they're both messages of Hamas, which is a murderous, blood-sopped terrorist organization, radical Islamic jihadi terrorist organization. And... President Granberg is complicit in genocide in Gaza. See, now these are the talking points of radical Islam and of the Democrat Party and the young Democrats of America who have been turned into uh, gay, transgender, leftist jihadis. Now, how it makes sense to be a leftist jihadi, well, they have uh, mass murder in common. They have a bloodlust in common. They have authoritarianism in common. They have the, the hobnailed boot or moccasin uh, of, the, of the authoritarian state in common. And it uh, turns out that they go together like, uh, like you know, hand in mitten, like carrots and peas. They, uh, the, the Democrat Party and the jihadis are as one. Now, these 
these photographs from the George Washington University. Glory to our martyrs. Our martyrs? Now, um, there was one and only one Republican, I think, Ron DeSantis, saying that uh, foreign students in the United States who are glorifying Hamas should have their student visas canceled and should be catapulted into the sea. Well, he didn't say catapulted into the sea, but I, I think they should be catapulted into the sea, medieval style. I think it would be more fun than just putting them on a plane and sending them home. They might try to take over the plane and blow it up or crash it into a building, as they have uh, been known to do in the past. Uh, but glory to our martyrs, free Palestine from the river to the sea, from the River Jordan, uh, which is the eastern border of Israel, to the sea, the Mediterranean Sea, which is their western border, to drive the Jews into the sea and kill them all and wipe the state of Israel off the map. That is the mantra from the river to the sea. That's what that means, and that's projected on the side of a wall at, ironically, George Washington University and, ironically, the Gelman Library. But this is today's Democrat Party. Also today, we are anticipating that on more than 100 college campuses from coast to coast, the Democrat Party and the Students for Justice in Palestine that's what they call it. They, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Justice means killing all the Jews to today's Democrat Party. And uh, uh, this is truly amazing. But over at, at, at over 100, more than 100 campuses, college campuses from coast to coast, the Democrat Party is staging today and their affiliate organization, Students for Justice in Palestine, SJP, not to be confused with cringe Jean-Pierre, you know, KJP, because that's a, a different kind of jihadi. And she, uh, you know, she was, uh, uh, when was that, uh, Monday, day before yesterday, she was uh, going off, asked about anti-Semitism in the United States, and she answered by talking about um, Islamophobia, whatever that is. That's apparently an irrational fear. But the uh, Democrats are, uh, are planning... Uh, on having violent mobs of criminal, pro-jihad, pro-genocide, anti-Semites. Uh, they plan on having them gather on more than 100 campuses nationwide in the United States of America to cheer for Islamic terrorism because our college campuses have been taken over by the Democratic Party. That's what they call themselves. And, um, and I got to tell you, you know, forget about your kids coming home as lefties and transgender. Now they're coming home as radical leftist transgender jihadis from college. And it is 100% because of the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is responsible for all of this. So you vote accordingly and send your kid to college, knowing they might come home a suicide bomber. But, uh, you know, at least they'll be contributing to the jihad. Joe Biden may speak today. Um, uh, transgender, what do they have? Uh, transgender uh, HIV positive prostitutes. These are some of the Democrats' uh, favorite things. Uh, I've got that coming up because uh, Democrats love HIV positive street prostitutes and they're here to defend and promote them. We are at 888 630 9625. Hey.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. So lately, I've been on a mission to change the way people view their finances and to encourage people to overcome obstacles and adversity. It's just more and more important to me every day. So I've teamed up with the folks at Life Surge. Life Surge is a one-day faith-based event where you'll walk in hungry for success and you'll leave ready to build your resources to leave an impact on others. We're talking faith-fueled finance, growing resources, crushing obstacles, and then, yeah, using it all for something way bigger than yourself. I'll be joining Life Surge in Cincinnati on Saturday, August 3rd. Joining me in Cincinnati is Nick Vujicic, the man with no arms or legs that speaks about his trials and triumphs. Soul surfer and author Bethany Hamilton, Duck Dynasty's Willie Robertson, and author and pastor Craig Groeschel, star of CNBC's The Prophet, Marcus Lemonis, and Bethel Music. That's Life Surge, Cincinnati, on Saturday, August 3rd. Tickets are on sale exclusively at lifesurge.com. I hope to see you there. Now, the ACLU, you may remember them. They used to be the American Civil Liberties Union. They they posted an X, uh, an X post uh, yesterday announcing uh, in breaking, they, uh, breaking in all caps from the ACLU, we're suing Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, for their, quote, aggravated prostitution, end quote, statute that targets people with HIV with harsh punishment and lifetime sex offender registration. The law is unconstitutional and disproportionately affects Stand by. Black and transgender women. This is your Democrat Party. Because they're, you know, they're uh, defending the black, transgender, HIV-positive street prostitutes because this is today's Democrat Party. Um, and with that, let's grab, a, uh, let's grab a telephone call, Jeff. Let's talk to uh, Leslie calling from Rockville, Maryland. Leslie, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how, how I, what, we are living in an alternate universe, I swear to God. I mean, where are the people that, um, you know, aren't you so allowed in this country to decide who you want to have relations with? I mean, where are the people who want to have relations with gender and race undisclosed HIV prostitutes? Um, uh, my only <laughs> answer is Democrats. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. You know, the only part about it is, you know, do you, I mean, if you really want to have sex with an HIV prostitute, prostitute, as you say, go right ahead, knock yourself out. But, you know, don't require me to be okay with it. I, uh, we're suffering from an epidemic of mental illness. There is a gay group in Memphis. They call themselves Out Memphis. And Out Memphis uh, is all in with the ACLU on fighting against Tennessee to make it, uh, you know, more legal and more acceptable for HIV-positive transgender prostitutes to be out there on the street. But, but we're running out of money. <laughs> Maybe they should, uh, we should have them sign something. No medical attention for them. We should send them to the Gaza. They could be helpful there. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Democrat Party on our college campuses, um, you know, basically communists at this point. And the madness doesn't stop with the leftism. It then goes on to the the insanity of their transgenderism, where your you know daughter goes off to college, comes home thinking that she's Chaz Bono, lickety split. And now uh, they're teaching jihad on college campuses and, and they're teaching genocidal anti-Semitism. And uh, again, no sense of irony at the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, where they're projecting Hamas talking points onto the side of uh, a library named for a Jewish donor to the university. And the university didn't lift a finger to stop it because, hey, it's free speech to be a Nazi Uh, And the Democrat Party is right there. They are there. And the Democrat Party, because this is, uh, it's important to to keep in mind um, that the ACLU, which is a left-wing front group pretending to stand for civil liberties, but really they're just left-wingers, and a gay group in Memphis called OUT, O-U-T in all capital letters, OUT Memphis, and the ACLU. Uh, part of a new lawsuit, and the Transgender Law Center is in there, too, against the state of Tennessee over the state's aggravated prostitution statute. Now, I laughed at the subheadline here from the ABC 24 station in Memphis. Out Memphis joins ACLU lawsuit over Tennessee prostitution statute. They say targets people living with HIV. Well, you see, when you're, uh, you know, a professional out there having sex with random strangers on the street and you have HIV, you're a health risk, you're uh, you're, you're, you're a health nightmare, you're a public health menace. And the subheadline says, the lawsuit argues the aggravated prostitution statute targets those living with HIV with harsher punishment than those without. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the whole point, you see, because, you know, and Democrats, they refer to whores as sex workers. They say sex because they're unionizing them. I think they have unionized the hookers in San Francisco. Uh, a lot of skeevy going on there, a whole lot of skeevy. And um, and here come the Democrats to, to the defense of AIDS-infected hookers. Because they say a whole lot of them are black, transgender, HIV-positive hookers in, of all places, the state of Tennessee. And so a perfectly otherwise mainstream gay group out Memphis and, of course, the not-perfectly-mainstream transgender transgender law center, uh, they've jumped in, and they're advocates for... HIV-positive transgender street whores because, you know, they could have a future in Democrat Party politics, could end up in Congress next to Rashida Tlaib and, and the rest of the jihad squad. 
The aggravated prostitution statute was passed in 1991 as HIV was still at the front of the nation's mind, they wrote at the ABC station. It enhances sex work charges. See, right there, sex work charges. From misdemeanors to felonies based on HIV status. Well, that's because it's kind of like attempted murder or reckless homicide or uh, something like that. But, uh, but the Democrat Party, this is one of their areas of expertise, and it's one of the areas that they are here to defend because the Democrat Party is mentally unwell. And if you're a Democrat cheerleader and a Democrat voter, I'd love to give you an opportunity to explain yourself because your party is mentally ill, and uh, the ACLU is mentally ill, and uh, the, the out Memphis is mentally ill. And, uh, of course, the students at the university uh, in Washington, D.C., known as George Washington University, projecting their pro-jihad messages on the wall of a library named for a Jewish man. Uh, Your party is unwell. Your party has become genocidally anti-Semitic. And it happened like that. I just snapped my fingers. It happened like that. The, uh, the Democrat Party, but this has been obviously the seething underbelly of college campuses across America, uh, have now been, has now been revealed, and, and it, it is uh, virulently anti-Semitic. It is genocidally anti-Semitic, and it is the Democrat Party. I was talking to a left-winger on my, uh, on my uh, Newsmax television show about a week ago, and um, and uh, the defenses that, uh, that the left offers up of the anti-Semitism, just, just mind-boggling to me. Um, you know, the poor oppressed people are the terrorists. And again, they, well, what we need is a two-state, uh, two-state solution. But what they want is the final solution, which the Nazis, of course, created, and that is the extermination of the... Jewish people from the face of the earth. And the Democrat Party, they're all about this now. I mean, honestly, when you've got uh, the George Washington University students projecting glory to our martyrs on the wall in a, what is that, 15 feet high. The letters are gigantic. Glory to our martyrs in a bright white light, free Palestine from the river to the sea on the side of this uh, the the Gelman Library, uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is your Democrat Party. And it's nobody else. It's, it is 100% the Democrat Party that is behind all of this. They are now officially not only demented on matters of gender and radical leftists, but they're also the party of jihad, of radical Islamic jihad. Mm, the Estelle and Melvin Gelman Library was used to project these pro-Hamas talking points, which we're also getting from Democrat members of Congress, like Rashida Tlaib. Uh, and honestly, Rashida Tlaib is, she is, she's a jihadi. Uh, and she loves the Holocaust. Now, that sounds ridiculous except that she said it. Just amazing. 
Rashida Tlaib stands by Israel and Holocaust comments amid criticism. She is a Democrat member of the House of Representatives in the United States of America. And uh, it is just amazing the things that she has said. She said, there is a kind of calming feeling I've always had. Telling folks, when I think of the Holocaust... There is kind of a calming feeling I, I always tell folks when I think of the Holocaust. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Boy. And the tragedy of the Holocaust, what, that they didn't finish the job? And the fact that it was my ancestors, Palestinians, who lost their land, and some lost their lives, their livelihood, their human dignity, their existence, why, because a civilized nation moved in where Muslims, Jews, Christians, and atheists live side by side in peace. You know, there, there was, and they say, you know, the uh, two-state solution is the answer. The Gaza was a two-state solution, and now it should be wiped off the map. Now it should be from the Gaza to the sea. What's on the left side of the Gaza? From the porta potties to the sea, because I think they have a row of porta potties to the east of the Gaza Strip. They got 25 miles of beautiful Mediterranean seafront property. 25 miles. Now, that's bigger than some countries, 25 miles. The, uh, the area is more than twice the size of Washington, D.C. They were given their own, their, uh, the right to govern themselves, to vote for their own political leaders. So they voted Hamas in, which is a terrorist organization. And according to all the polls, they would continue to vote, in, uh, 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 vote Hamas in and reelect Hamas, which is a radical Islamic terrorist organization. And um, uh, they've got this area more than twice as big as Washington, D.C., but Washington, D.C. isn't all Mediterranean seafront facing the sunset on the southern end of Israel, uh, north of Egypt. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful if you make it beautiful. But they made it a filthy, blood-drenched hellhole uh, in which they, they suffer and die, and they want the rest of the world around them to suffer and die. And the Palestinians are famous in the Arab world, which is why the Egyptians won't take one of them in. The Jordanians won't take one of them in. The Syrians, you know, they're at war all the time with various people, and, you know, they won't even take them in. The Lebanese won't take them in because the Palestinians are, in the Arab world, you know, kind of the, the criminal bastard child that none of them want anything to do with. But they were given a state, and it was 25, it is, more than 25 miles from north to south and like from three to seven miles across, I think, the Gaza. And there are about two million people in there. That was their state. That's a, Now, you turn it into beep, and uh, then you uh, use it to launch a, a genocidal, murderous attacks against your next-door neighbors, and we should blacken the skies with B-52s and wipe it from the map. You know, just, uh, just uh, saying. So... We got that. Uh, we got that going for us. Uh, speaking of the B-52s, the Australian Prime Minister is uh, today in Washington D.C. and uh, he's from Australia, and he is uh, going to be at the White House with Joe Biden today. Poor fella. Uh, and they're allegedly going to hold a press conference, and Joe Biden will, for the first time, do a Q&A with uh, so-called reporters, um, and. Uh, that's that's a good thing. But then they're having a state dinner tonight for the for the Prime Minister of Australia. And 
Uh, kind of a funny little sidebar because everything's funny thanks to the Democrats, even though it's not supposed to be. For tonight's White House state dinner for the Australian Prime Minister, the entertainment that they scheduled, they always have some kind of a musical or, you know, some kind of, usually a musical uh, group. And uh, tonight they had scheduled the B-52s. You know, Love Shack is a little place where we can get together with HIV-positive transgender prostitutes uh, because that's your Democrat party. So they had scheduled the B-52s to be the entertainment, but they announced last night that they're canceling the B-52s. What with the wars going on all over the place and everything? And I think we should use B-52s to blacken the skies above um, the, the, the Gaza Strip and give them a little what for. Hey, uh, here's what happens to genocidal lunatics. Maybe you guys don't know anything about World War II, but you should see what we did to Dresden, uh, which was an art center and filled with refugees, and and the British led the way there, but uh, Bomber Harris, I think his name was. But uh, we bombed the place into oblivion because, hey, wait a minute, not all the people of Dresden voted for the Nazi party. So sad, too bad. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that's uh, tough. But the B-52s were scheduled to play at the at the White House state dinner honoring the Australian prime minister. And then somebody slapped their forehead yesterday and said, wait a minute, maybe it's in poor taste to have the B-52s. Uh, what with uh, all the bombing going on in the Gaza and the mad bombers of radical Islam. And, of course, the Democrat Party is now there in cahoots with the mad bombers of the, you know how they are completely mad. These people. Can I just say these people? Boy, oh boy. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, let's uh, let's go to, uh, let me look at the clock. Let's go to the, uh, let's go to the phones, Jeffrey. Let's, uh, let me see. Let's go to, on line four, let's go to Frank calling from Ashburn, Virginia. Frank, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Frank. Thank you again for all your great for all your great work. I've enjoyed your radio show for many years. Love your TV show. One little caveat. you got to get rid of the libtards. You see enough of them. But I will digress. But, uh, you know, I, have to, I, I agree with almost everything you say, but, you know, this, this turn of anti-Semitism in the left, I've seen this, at least in people I know that are leftists, for years. I think it's been long stewing, and I know it's all of a sudden in the media, and we see it now. And it's so ironic, like you said, they have no sense of irony, because these are the same people that called Donald Trump a Nazi. But <laughs> I, I know several people that I have conversations and debates with constantly on the left, and they all lean in, well, at least for several years now, have leaned anti-Semitic. Well, and it is funny that oh. they, they love calling people Nazis, and, you know, of course, Adolf Hitler's party was the... National German Socialist Workers' Party, National Socialist German Workers' Party. So it's a Socialist Workers' Party, uh, 20th century Europe. Donald Trump, on the other hand, created uh, the Abraham Accords and his uh, son-in-law, the Abraham Accords and uh, peace agreements normalizing relations between Israel and three Arab countries. Uh, they were well on their way, the Trump administration normalizing relations between Saudi Arabia and Israel. And, um, and of course, moving the embassy to... Uh, to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. There's actually a village in Israel named for Donald Trump. 
uh, because Donald Trump is such a friend of Israel. And Joe Biden, on the other hand, is dithering and slowing them down and uh, dragging uh, our feet so that they have to drag their feet. And he's everything that he's doing, uh, even Cobble Kirby yesterday had to concede that uh, calls for a ceasefire, which is a Democrat Party jihad talking point, calls for a ceasefire would accrue only to the benefit of Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah and Iran. And uh, Joe Biden and uh, Barack Obama, of course, are the best friends that Iran has ever had in the United States of America since the fall of the Shah in 1979, funneling tens of billions of dollars. Just the price of gas. Uh, Real quick, Frank. But of course, they're not anti-Semitic, are they? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. That's what information dominance can do for you. Yeah, today's Democrat Party. At what point should the Democrat Party be declared to be a terrorist organization? And then, uh, you know, we got to start doing what the Democrats do. And, um, uh, of course, the FBI has been so corrupted by the Democrats and probably can't use them to investigate the terrorist Democrat uh, the uh, Hamas-loving lunatics, what they've done on college campuses. to They've gone from leftist to transgender jihadis. Kind of ironic. Again, uh, as Frank said, you know, I like to say because it's true, they have no sense of irony, and boy, do they have no sense of irony. You, you think that transgender people are welcome in the Gaza? You should, you should go there and find out. You should... Really go. You can bring humanitarian supplies and they'll jam them into your dark and remote location as they hang you from a crane and chant Allahu Akbar as you squirm in your last gasps of breath on this earth. Uh, all right, let's take another phone call, Jeff. Let's go to let's go to Ray calling from South Carolina. You can call me Ray. You're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Chris. This hey, Ray. is Ray in South Carolina. How copy? I copy a four by four, Ray. All right. Well, I, I just wanted to make a comment. Longtime listener of my transplant from the metropolitan uh, D.C. area, mm-hmm. uh, grew up in Maryland, uh, moved from Herndon, Virginia, to, down here to the Grand Strand. And as my years, my career, Chris, was a letter carrier up there in uh, uh, northwest D.C., Bethesda, Maryland. Okay. Uh-huh. And. During my tenure as a letter carrier, there were a lot of guys driving around at Priuses with the bumper stickers. They love liberals love their bumper stickers. Where are the guys with the ones, the bumper stickers that say coexist? Where are their voices? <laughs> that is, uh, you know, you still see them occasionally around here, Ray. You really do. And the coexist bumper sticker, and the, and they use the symbols of the world's various religions to spell out the world co- the word coexist. And the uh, crescent moon of Islam is the is the sea and coexist. And I always looked at those, and I you know got uh, you know Baha'i and Hindu and Christianity and and all that. And I always looked at them and said, you know, every one of those religions coexists perfectly well, with the exception of one of those religions, and that's Islam because of jihad, which is still ongoing and is worldwide. And now the Democrats have jumped in. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> 
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.